Riders Block Productions presents the PMS Part of My Sarcasm Podcast, the show where my comments are often sarcastic and my opinion always matters. Yo, what is up? Thank you for tuning in to the Part of My Sarcasm Podcast, the PMS Podcast, the show where my comments are often sarcastic and my opinion always matters. I am joined today in the booth in the studio with my god brother, the one, the only, Dietrich, a.k.a. Debo Jones. What's up? What's going on, man? How you been, bro? Man, life is good. Life is great. God is good. God is great. God is good. Uh, All the time. Man, it's been way too long since we caught up, bro. How long has it been? At, at least 10 years, bro. At least. At least. At least. So here I am looking at all the cameras. All the cameras. You know, we got a couple cameras in here. So we want to make sure that we're doing service. We're doing justification to all these cameras. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Man, we go back to the good old seaside days. Seaside. Bro. Shout out to the Bay Area. Not Oregon. Not not, not seaside Oregon. Not seaside Oregon. Seaside bro. California. If you don't know about seaside California, the nine, Bay Area. Nine three nine five five. Nine three nine five five. All mine. Right. That's right. No Buena. <laughs> Hey, they, they, no, they didn't rename Notre Buena. They renamed Broadway. Yeah, they, didn't they change it to uh, Obama, Obama Way? Obama Way. Yeah, yeah, Obama yeah, way. yeah, yeah. Last time I was there was honestly a couple of weeks before Mother McGee died. Wow, that's man. That's the last time I was there. Woo. That was, that was a while. Right. Man. Right. That's the last time I was in California. Man, so, yeah, easily 10, ten years. Yeah. I was stationed here in Washington, and I was like, man, it's been so long since I've been to California. I need to go and visit. So, I packed up my car. I went down there, and I visited. Hmm. Yeah. I'm still looking at these cameras, because it's amazing that we have all these cameras set up here in the studio. So, yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, but let's get into this topic, bro. Um, yeah, yeah. What you got planned for today? Last topic, I was talking about dealing with confrontation. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to ask you, how do you deal with confrontation? I usually initially try to avoid confrontation mm-hmm. at all costs. Right. But that's not healthy. It's not. It doesn't even work. It doesn't. Well, actually, avoidance does work. But that's the problem with avoidance. It's a temporary fix. It's a temporary fix, exactly. It doesn't solve any problems. How do I deal with confrontation? I usually start by trying to find common ground mm-hmm. and then trying to say, hey, you know, end of the day, we need to be on the same page. We're Facts. on the same team. We're coming you know, together as we one. We need to come together. We got to find the common ground and solve the issue that way. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? I think I. I don't mind confrontation. I do avoid it because like, I know the type of person that I am when it comes to confrontation, we there. So I'm a, <laughs> we there, you know? And sometimes depending on like the person who I used to be when it came to confrontation, mm-hmm. I didn't care what I said. I didn't care what I did. Like I was petty, still am a little bit petty, but God's working on me, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But like, I know how to come back and apologize yeah. and you know, talk about it but i feel like with confrontation confrontation is needed sure. i don't i don't need a yes man in my corner sure. i need somebody who's going to tell me that i'm acting up i need somebody who's going to tell me that no you're wrong bruh like i need an accountability partner because 
if you don't do that if you don't check me about certain stuff then i'm gonna think that everything's all good and that's not really loving or very friendly either facts you know what i'm saying facts you, just, you don't just let your friend go off into the ditch you know what i mean is that really your friend if you let them go off in a ditch no huh no you don't ditch your what? friends what that means you're not really friends then bro chastise who we love facts sometimes correction don't feel good but it's necessary it's always necessary. confrontation don't always feel good but it might be necessary and it's always necessary yep always necessary yep. go ahead no go ahead go ahead go man ahead. because i was thinking about, yeah was go thinking ahead about, let's get into it i was thinking about it uh mm -hmm. while i was taking a walk the other day mm -hmm. i was thinking about grapes uh -huh. and grapes are just good for no reason Right. Like, um, I was trying to think of the purpose of grapes. Like, why do grapes exist mm -hmm. besides the, the fact that they taste good? And yep. I was just like, man, we get so many great things from grapes, but why are they here? Why? Because they're good. Uh, we get wine from grapes, grape juice, grape soda, grape jelly. You know what I mean? The list goes on and on. On and on. But enough about that. The little foxes mm -hmm. in the Bible destroy the vine. The little foxes destroy the little, foxes. the little foxes. So while you might be worried about the big problems or the big things Ooh, in life, preach, preach, yeah. you know, the little foxes are the ones that destroy the vine because they tear down the vines <laughs> trying to get to the grapes because they can't reach them. I see where you're going at it. So and if you little, don't, if you're not picking up on it, you go, yeah. So, so the little things that you don't want to confront <laughs> people about, you got to confront those little foxes. Because eventually they grow into big foxes. But while they little foxes, they tearing up your vine. Right. And grapes are good. So you got to nip it at the bud. I like grapes. We love grapes. Don't mess with my grapes. If we wasn't saved folks, we would say other words. Don't mess with my vine, my grapes. <laughs> Don't mess with my grapes. Don't mess with my grapes. Oh, my grapes. Oh, my grapes. Oh my grapes, oh, man. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I agree. That's that's a word right there in and it of itself. Like you gotta nip stuff at the bud so that for sure. Cause if you don't nip it in the bud over time, they're gonna cause a bigger and bigger problem. Big foxes have their own sets of problems. Yes. Big foxes make more little foxes. Big foxes eat chickens and hens. And grapes. And grapes. <laughs> We love it. We Protect love it. Protect your grapes. Um, at all costs. <laughs> if there's one thing in the last episode that uh, that I've learned, it's that confrontation isn't always a bad thing, especially when it comes to your relationship and friendships. Speaking of friendships, how do you tell when your friends really aren't your friends? How do I tell? Yeah, how do you tell? Man, um, if they don't correct me, like if I'm, if I'm really messed up mm -hmm. and you don't correct me, Bro, if we go out and you know I pregame before we went out, yep. and then we go out and I'm drinking some more, yep. and I'm starting to get out of hand, yep. and, and you don't like, I'm not saying you gotta control me. But or you, you know the type of person you are when you're drunk. Yeah. If my friends don't sit me down the next day and be like, I told you. Yeah. If they're just laughing with me, then that's not really. They, they wanna see the Debo, but they don't wanna see the Dietrich. Right. They don't want to see. They don't want to see me. They want to see a clown. Yeah. You know they like that, which is friendly, mm -hmm. but that's not a friend. Yeah. That's how I tell. Yeah. Uh, honestly, I don't have too many of those f words. I don't have too many friends. I have a lot of family. Mm -hmm. I have a lot of associates, mm -hmm. but I don't have too many of those f words. 
so when it comes to my friends like how do i know when friends aren't really my friends i don't know honestly because like i'm a giver it's my it's my thing to like want to give and to tap into my other friends and stuff like that but like when it comes time for me to need stuff from my friends Mm-hmm. They don't seem to be around. Mm. Like if they just are okay with me giving, and they never uh, give, mm-hmm. but they're always receiving. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't typically look at them as a friend. That's not a friend. That's not a friend. No. You're only around to receive, mm-hmm. but you're never giving. That's not a friend. It's not a friend. Yeah. It's a parasite. Say that again. It's a parasite. A parasite. Parasite. And I'm not talking about your eyes. Right. Pear. Sight. <laughs> That's a slap on the knee, bro. Because at, at first that went over my head, but then when you... A pair of sight. sight. Okay. I like that. I like that. Dad um, Are there telltale signs of knowing when your friends are only your friends? I feel like there's always signs. There's always telltale signs. But like, if you're oblivious to those signs, mm-hmm. then you won't ever get it. Mm-hmm. You have to be acutely aware mm-hmm. of not just your surroundings, but of the people that you're interacting with. Mm-hmm. Because if you're not, then a lot of people will get over on you. Mm-hmm. Go in on that. A lot of people will take you for granted. Mm-hmm. A lot of people will continue to stay around and stick around because they know that they can get X, Y, and Z from you. Mm-hmm. But if you're unacute, if you're not acute to those things, then you won't necessarily pick up on it. Mm-hmm. And you'll continue to do the same thing over and over and over, mm-hmm. expecting a different result. But that's the literal definition of insanity. So I've been insane for a very long time because I continue to do these same things for different people and pour into them, but they're not pouring into me. And they don't have to necessarily pour into me the same way that I pour into them. But like when they're not doing any of those things. Did you expect a return? Mm. This this is a funny question. So like Mm -hmm. when it comes to expectations, I don't necessarily set expectations for people. Okay. Because like when you set expectations for people without telling them those expectations that you have for them then you kind of sort of set them up for failure. That's a silent expectation. That's a silent expectation. Yeah. And we, I just noticed just now that we've been looking at this camera and this camera isn't recording. This one here. This one here. <laughs> that one is up there. Oh, yep. This one is, this one, one is, is, this one is, that one is, but this one isn't. So we're going to rectify that, but we're going to keep going, you know, and I'm not going to edit any of this stuff out. I don't nope. believe in editing things out because it's raw footage. It's raw emotion. It's, it's just raw. For sure. Yeah. Take that how you mean. <laughs> now, recording. now it's recording. <laughs> Coming to you live. Coming to you live, live, baby, live. From the PMS podcast studios. But, um. No, like you have to be acutely aware. You have to be aware mm, that like mm. the type of energy that you're pouring into people, they don't necessarily have to pour that same type of energy into you, but they have to be pouring something. So like I've I've been doing that and I've literally been insane and like 
not necessarily setting expectations but i need to set expectations because without setting that expectation the people who i love and who i care about won't necessarily know what i expect of them and I don't like to set expectations because I want people to genuinely know and feel that like I'm I'm necessarily there, mm-hmm. but like I need you to be there for me too at times. Mm-hmm. I don't need this to be a one-sided type of friendship because if that's the case, I'll be better off alone. For sure. You know? So that's just that on that. Do you set expectations for your friends and people who you care for? I used to, mm-hmm. I used to, but now I don't. I don't set expectations for them or for anything. I try to, um, I mean, at the risk of sounding like super spiritual or whatever, <laughs> I try to just let it be. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, if I'm going to give them something, whether it's my time, my energy, my, you know, attention, you know, I try to just put it in my mind and my heart that I'm going to give. I'm just gonna give, or I'm gonna say no, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, but before, but see, I had to learn. Um, I had to learn boundaries, right? You know what I mean. I had to learn emotional boundaries, mm-hmm. and that's why I was asking about expectations because usually my capacity would be limited when I go out giving out energy, and it's like I'm out on a limb with the energy. Like I need some after I give this because I'm giving out of my extra, my exactly. reserves. You exactly. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm digging deep for y'all. Yes. And um, when that doesn't get replenished or uh, when I don't get a return on that, then it's like I got to go recharge somehow. Got to refill. You got to fill up again. Exactly. Over and over again. Exactly. And sometimes that can be exhausting. It is. It is. Because there's... When you, when you go ahead and you start putting out that energy, you, you don't always get that same type of return. So it's, it's, it's a lot of things. It's a, sometimes it can be distracting, but sometimes it's always needed because when, when you know where you're at with certain people, you know how to address certain things, you know how to move, you know how to adjust, you know, but it's not adapt. Yeah adaptation is needed especially with certain people it's It's, key it's definitely key it's key so yeah i mean i try not to set expectations Mm -hmm. like i don't i mean i expect people to be exactly who they are and everybody is different Mm -hmm. so and i expect people to change so and i accept that too so if you are this way today but tomorrow you're different i accept that I accept you. All right. I accept you. Or, you know, me coming to accept you as you are. Mm -hmm. That's just my opportunity for growth. Right. At that point. You know what I mean? But I try not to let it uh, ruin my day as it has in the past. It has definitely ruined my day before. Oh, yeah. Um, Speaking of ruining days, uh, this is probably not the best segue. (laughs) But when was the last time you had a friend that wasn't really your friend? Ah. Hmm. 
friend that wasn't really my friend. Friend that wasn't really your a friend. friend that wasn't really my friend. Yeah. Wasn't really my friend. Wasn't. Wasn't really my friend. Yeah. Well, I had a person uh-huh. at my job. Yeah. They said they what would be my partner. Uh-huh. I said okay. Okay. They was like, hey, hey, I got something, something. for you to do today. Today. Don't you come to my office. Office. Tell me what you need. Need. I'ma be the one uh-huh. to give you training. Training. And you can see. See. With the PDP that PDP. me professional development, I'ma give you. <laughs> okay, yeah. Anyway, man, it was like it was at work, and mm-hmm. I was wrong because I should never have thought that this was a friend. A friend, yeah. Because um, and maybe it was more like family. I bought into the uh, organizational family. Family idea you know yeah. what i mean but it was like a work relationship we are family you know trying to say that we're family and yeah. stuff and then um it turns out that we're not we're co-workers Absolutely not. We're not co-workers. family we're not friends we're co-workers yeah yeah so um that was the last time i had a couple of friends that i thought were my friends but it turned out that when i needed support from them they weren't around so um i get emotionally invested into people mm-hmm. i invest my time mm-hmm. i invest my resources my mm-hmm. support and just my effort overall in general mm-hmm. right so like as a friend i feel like if you need my support in any of those spaces any of those times i make myself available to you when I tell you about things that I need or that I want or that I desire and you're just like, okay. And like that doesn't mount up to anything. That's when I know like for sure that it's just like one-sided. For sure. And eventually like it, it always, it's draining. It's like really draining because mm-hmm. you never know when one of those people who you're looking uh, to have your back doesn't necessarily have your back so it's just like why continue pouring into this person who doesn't feel the way you feel for them or doesn't pay attention to the things that you pay attention or they're they don't the things that you tell them are important to you aren't important to them but when they tell you something that's important to them and you make it important to you because it's important to them as your friend mm-hmm like it it shows you who they really are like it took me a long time to really find out that the people who i was caring for the people who i was like wanting to give my time and effort to i really it took me a while to find out that they weren't really on that same type of time when it came to me how did you find out i had blinders on but like i found out like if i was to tell you that occasionally i like to do um, I like to do podcasts. Yeah. But yet you never volunteer to be a guest on my show. Mm-hmm. You you check in at the last minute of my podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh or you don't share my podcast. Mm-hmm. Or you don't give me ideas for future podcasts. Mm-hmm. Or hey, it's been a while since you did the last podcast. When are you doing another podcast? Mm-hmm. Like those are the type of things that you notice eventually that really tell you that, you know, this person doesn't really rock with you that way. Mm. So I, I, I figured it out 
Bruh. Bruh. <laughs> I figured it out, but <laughs> like, uh, it, it took me a while to figure it out. But once you figured it out, it's like, all right. Or even when it comes to text messaging, right? For sure. So I would text them like good morning messages and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I would really invest into them, what they like, what they want to do, what they want for their future. And then you, like, start doing things out of the kindness of your heart to help them to make things more comfortable for them. Mm -hmm. But then when it's time for you and you're telling them things about your future, they don't even seem interested. Mm. Like, it's like, oh, okay. How does that feel? Feels empty. It feels like you're blindsided because like you don't necessarily want to keep account of like all the things that you're doing for somebody else. But then like once you start to think about it, like, dang, nigga, I've really been doing this, 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 mm-hmm. this, 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 this. And you start to really number all these things that you've been doing for them. But then it's like, what are they doing for you? Mm-hmm. And then if. If, it, if you sit there and you pause and you really have to think about what they've done for you, you're really doing too much. And yeah, nigga, I've been, I've been doing too much. You gotta take, oh, you mean like nowadays? I've been doing too much. I've been doing three much. Three much. I've been doing four much. Four much. All right, so. It's out of hand. So what, what makes you say that? It's not necessarily monetary things because like, as a person, that's who I am at the core of who I am. Like, I love giving to other people. I love... To do too much. Huh? To do too much? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like to... I mean, not... not. You don't love to do too much, but I mean, you love to... I love to anticipate their needs. Okay, yeah. Right? Like to... So say, for instance... Meet people on a certain level. Say, for instance, I'm really interested in a woman, right? Mm-hmm. And I know typically that she likes to get her hair, nails, and toes done mm-hmm. every couple of weeks, right? Mm-hmm. So my thing as a person, uh, whether you're a friend, whether you're a person who I'm trying to date, like, if I know that you like to get these things done, oh, like, randomly, here's 60 bucks, or here's 80 bucks, or here's 120 bucks, so you can go get your free nails done. Right? That doesn't mm-hmm. mean I love you or anything like that. That just means, like, this is something that you really like to do. But if I notice that I see a whole bunch of gaps in between your nails, it's been a while since you went. <laughs> I'm not trying to make fun of you or anything, but this is like, I know that you like doing this, right? But it shows that you haven't done this in a while. So so is that an example of you doing too much? That's an example of me doing too okay, much. Okay, because I would say that I probably would not do that. I, yeah. It's hard for me to not do stuff like that because I feel like, I try to anticipate the needs of the people who I care about. You know what the that's the definition of care. Yeah. To anticipate and meet the needs of another person. Yeah, that without the without them having to ask me for help. Yeah, anticipation. Cuz believe it or not, yep. a lot of people will not ask for help even when they need help. Because mm-hmm. one of the most pertinent things is pride. Mhm. They don't want to come outside of themselves to ask anybody for help even though they know they need help. I know I need help, but like I don't like asking people for help. Right. Not because I'm prideful or anything, but like I don't know if there's genuine people out there who are gonna want to help without wanting something in return. Mm. I try to help without 
wanting anything in return. Mm. Right? So as much as I don't want anything in return, I still have a tally in my head about what I'm doing for you. But then I don't expect you to do those same things for me. But when I do need you or want some type of support and you're not showing that support, nigga, I'm doing three much. Mm. And that's just that on that. So you want the support mm-hmm. when you need the support. Mm-hmm. Like I want the support always. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Man, I it sounds like you want to not want to want to want support. <laughs> want too many. For those who for those who <laughs> understand what he said, you get it. But for those who don't if you know that you have a want and you want for somebody to want those things for you or you want people to want to do things for you, you you want it, but you got to get to a point to where you don't want that want that you want anymore. Yeah, yeah. like, you know, I don't want to want it. I don't want to want it. You know what I mean? I don't yeah. want to want it back. <laughs> like, you know, I just want to give it. I don't even want to want it. I don't even want to want it. That's the stuff. That's when I be taking stuff to God. Like, yeah. God, I don't even want to want it. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to just go with where it's leading right now. Because, like, that's that's where I was in my own personal relationship with them. Right? Mm-hmm. So, like, all in all, like, even though we're talking about how do you know that your friends aren't really your friends, mm-hmm. I'm going to just go there right now because I feel like this is where I need to go. Go. Um, go on. So, like, in my own personal relationship with them, I've been asking them to take things away from me. No, we're talking about God. Right. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Just for those who don't know, I'm talking about God right mm-hmm. now. My relationship with God. Mm-hmm. That's important. That's the most That's the most important relationship that any of you will ever have. Mm-hmm. When you know you don't got no friends, when you know you don't have somebody to, to count on, you can always count on him. Absolutely. He'll never fail you. But, like, when I was going through what I was going through, like, my biggest problem that I had was masturbation and porn. Mm-hmm. Right? So, like, I've been asking him for years to take this thing away from me. It ain't and going he, nowhere. And he, he did, right? Right? <laughs> so, okay. so, so, so for, like, so, like, when I say that because it's just, like, you know, he'll, he'll do for you what you need him to do. For sure. But it's not on your time. It's on his time. For sure. Because, like, yes, he has the ability to take all these things away from him just like that. But will you learn anything from it? Mm-hmm. Will you give him glory for that? Like, will you recognize that he's the one that was doing it and not you yourself? Like, but I I, I, I went there because it's just like, out of all these people that I've been trying to put my time and invest my time into, like, I should have been investing my time into him mm-hmm. and everything else would have started working out. But you got to come to that own realization on your own. And it's just like, I could I could stay there in that and just like talk about whatever he's done for me and how like marvelous he is and it's just it it is just that, right? Yeah. But like when it comes to knowing who your friends are and mm-hmm. like you have to have a friend in him first because he'll send you everything that you need. He'll take away the things that you don't need or the things that you're trying to get rid of, but you just have to be patient and work in his time knowing that all things are going to work together for him. For sure. You know? Yeah. I may not have said that exactly right, but like when you know, you know. And I know. 
So sure. like when I want to not want to be wanted and want anymore. Then you will be free. That part. Then you will be free. Yeah. When you don't want to want mm-hmm. anymore. Oh, yeah. Um, getting back to this uh, topic, uh, mm-hmm. when was the last time you had a friend that wasn't really your friend? I think we went over that already. Yep. When did you suspect that they weren't really your friend? When the ish hit the fan. Facts. Ah, it was like, nigga, <laughs> help me. Here it is. <laughs> help me. Nigga. <laughs> like... Sinking sand, the sinking sand. Nigga. You see my hand. Nigga. 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 Help me. Help me. Uh, Yeah, when it all hit the fan, man. Wow. When it all hit the fan, and it's like, you saw this train coming. You mm-hmm. didn't tell me the train was coming. You didn't push mm-hmm. me off the track. Nope. You didn't give me a, None of that. a Band-Aid. Right. You didn't say, hey, you fell. You need my hand? <laughs> Bruh. It was just like, we're a family. Right. <laughs> we're, we're a family. family. <laughs> we're a family. One of my family members. Hello got hit there, by Chuck. <laughs> but uh yeah, that was it, I man. knew when stuff hit the fan when like I was putting on these shows, I was doing podcasts, and I'd be getting ready, I'd play the music, the outro music, to end the show, and they'd pop up. And I'd be like, oh, well, you didn't know that I was recording this whole time? You didn't know that I was doing a show? Hmm. Or I would tell you about stuff that's coming up? Actually, I'll say it like this. I made plans mm-hmm. to, to have this person come here, meet me here. here. Offer to fly them here. Oh, okay, here. Offered to fly them from said point talking, you, to here. You talking about flewed out? Flewed out. Flewed out. All expenses paid. Okay. All you had to do was show up. Flute out. Flute out. Not flute. Flute. Flute out. Sky blue. Right. We're going on a trip in our favorite rocket ship. Doom, doom, the sky. Little Einstein's, right? All expenses are going to be paid, right? So I hit the person up, asked them, so you still coming for such and such event? Mm-hmm. And they were like, oh, I forgot. Um, I got to be somewhere else for that particular weekend. Okay. That was one sign, right? Another sign was when it came time for my birthday. Mm-hmm. Right? We talked about it. We squashed it or whatever. But this is one of the signs that I knew that they weren't really my friend like that. Right. Mm-hmm. And there's there's nothing against them. There's there's no ill will towards them or anything like that. But it's just like it was a sign. Mm-hmm. I was doing three much. Mm-hmm. So my birthday rolls around. I'm usually one of these people that like I hit people up every day. Good morning. How are you doing? Send them motivational texts. But on my birthday specifically, I didn't do anything like that. Mm-hmm. I wasn't going to send out no text message because it was my day to reverence me. You know? Yep. So I just wanted to see how long this person was going to take to text me. Not testing them or anything. So, like, the time was going by. It was, like, almost 8 o'clock their time. And I'm like, oh, this person forgot. For real, for real. For real, for real. They forgot. Mm. Mm-hmm. Huh. So I sent them a text. I'm like, hey, how are you doing? Just checking on you. See how you're doing. They're like, oh, I'm doing good. 
I'm like, uh, what are you up to? And they're like, oh, I just got home. As a matter of fact, I'm like, oh, okay. And they asked, what are you doing? I said, uh, I'm getting ready to go get something to eat <laughs> and then go to the gun range for my birthday present to <laughs> myself. They go, oh, my freaking gosh. Happy birthday. Hmm. So you forgot about my birthday, nigga? And did you text them on their birthday? And called them and I called. All that. I did all a lot that. of I did a lot of stuff for their birthday. All that. I I did a lot for their birthday. Not to mention tried to flute them out. I paid I paid for some things. Not to mention. I'm I'm not I'm not like trying to compare any of the that stuff. That's not what I'm doing. But the receipts don't lie. That's true. Right. And so I did all this stuff and I shouldn't have, but I did because I really love this person. Anyways, so I did it and they were like, oh, well, I can understand if you're upset. I can understand if you're bothered. What would make you say that I'm bothered? They're like, oh, because your your response. I said, my response to what they said about... uh, um, oh, OMFG, like, it's your birthday. Happy birthday. Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And I said, oh, it's okay. It'd be like that sometimes. You get busy and you forget. It's okay. Right? And they're like, that's the comment that you said that I, I felt that you were bothered. So, like, what? That showed you that I was bothered? I mean, now if I'm if I'm being 100% positive and honest, right, like, after I wasn't really affected at the time, mm-hmm. but later when I started thinking about the things that I've done for you without wanting anything in return and even suggested things that you didn't suggest mm-hmm. and I did on my own accord and all the stuff that I've done has been of my, cause I don't have to do nothing but be black and die. Right. Mm-hmm. But all this other stuff that I've done because I wanted to do them, but yet on my birthday, all I really wanted was some acknowledgement from you. That's it. That's all I required from them was mm-hmm. an acknowledgement that it was my birthday. Like, oh, happy birthday. Hope you have a great day. That would have been suffice. That was the one person I wanted to hear from. Mm-hmm. But because I didn't hear from that, that's when I, I really knew this person really doesn't rock with me. Man. What yeah. a day to find out, too. What a day to find out. Man. Like, man, there's been a lot of expenses that I've done out of the kindness of my heart. And I don't want any of those things back. But I've done it for the kindness of my heart because it would be beneficial for them. It helped them. But yet the only thing I wanted out of, in return was acknowledgement on my birthday. Hmm. And I didn't get it. Was that a spoken expectation or a silent expectation? It was a silent expectation. Okay, yeah. yeah. I, didn't, I didn't make it known to them that you wanted to be that I wanted that I wanted to be acknowledged. Yeah. But I wanted to see They should have known. I wanted to see where I really stood with this person. Yeah. I mean it's a no-brainer. Yeah. It's your birthday. And I and I was shown where I stood it's with no-brainer. this person. Yeah. Like it sucked, but at the same time, like we we've hashed things out. We've talked about it since, but we haven't really talked since. Mm. You know, because I I know where I stand now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
and even as a friend, like I can still check up on you and like, hey, how are you doing? But like, I'm not receiving those things back either. So it's just like, why bother? Like, I don't, I don't wish nothing bad towards her or anything like that. Great, we can still be friends, and I can still say, hey, how are you? Like your post on social media, and that's about it. Mm-hmm. But like, I'm not gonna get too much more invested past that. For sure. Because you've already shown me who you were. For sure. That's just that on that. For sure. Yeah. yeah. That's that's when I knew where I stood. It sucked. Still sucks, but hmm. it is what it is. It is what it is. And it isn't what it isn't. It ain't gonna be what it ain't gonna be. <laughs> it ain't Did you continue the friendship is. on your part after you came to that conclusion? Yes, I did. Yes. Yes, I did. Yes. But the friendship wasn't what it used to be. Nope. I don't I don't think friendships could go back to what they used to be after you come to a conclusion that you don't really mean they should much not. to the people who who mean a lot to you. They should not. Yeah. They should not mm-hmm. go back to the way they used to be because yeah. the way they were before was an illusion. And now it was a facade. Now you feel disillusioned Mirage. because the illusion has mm-hmm. been taken away. The veil has been lifted from your eyes. Right. A lot of times people think disillusionment is this bad thing where, oh, I'm disillusioned where you're sad, but it's actually a good thing. Right. Because it's it's like you were illusioned, but Mm. now you're disillusioned. And while you may feel temporary disappointment, at least now you can see the picture clearly. Yeah. So it's like, man, dang. It's like when you come to that type of point, it's like you're literally at a fork in the road. It's like you can continue to go down that same road to where, you know, you were illusioned. Or you can go to this other road where you're no longer illusioned, but you're disillusioned and you're moving forward. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. Whose job is it anyway. in, in the relationship? <laughs> what? Whose job is it anyway? Oh. Uh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Whose job is it in the relationship to... Uh, to uh, dispel the illusion you know what i mean okay so let's say like in a in a friendship Mm -hmm. or platonic Mm -hmm. all right okay any kind of relationship basically Mm -hmm. there's a facade because of the way that you interact with people so if we are if if we meet at work i have my work facade on you know and and we meet blah 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 blah. Mm -hmm. so i mean at what point do you i forgot my question but I mean, I, I think I I'm, I think I get what the question you're asking. Yeah, yeah. So um, to answer your question, um, it's both people's yeah, responsibility. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Whose responsibility is it's, it? It's both parties because, like, if if you come to a knowledge of this is where we're failing or this is where we're succeeding, it is both parties' job to say, "Hey, this is how I feel. This is how I address it." I want to address it because I feel if we're to move forward with mm-hmm. our friendship or our relationship, whatever the case is, I need to say this to you. And mm-hmm. as my friend, you're supposed to uh, receive that, you know, mm-hmm. and we're supposed to come up with a plan to either move forward or fall back. It doesn't mean you have to have any beef or any animosity towards anybody. Yeah. It's, it's both people's responsibility to say, hey, this is what happened. It's like an AAR. We both know these things from the army, right? Oh yeah. So like an after action review, what happened? This is what happened. What was supposed to happen? 
this is what was supposed to happen. Then you have your what? Your three sustainments, your three improvements, and boom, right? That's it. That's the report. That's the after action report, right? So like it is both parties' responsibility to address the things that they see from their perspective. And it is the onus of both people to either correct them or to neglect them. Now, how can two walk together and not <laughs> unless they agree? I'm just asking a question. That's it. That's <laughs> I just asked. Can't, a, I just asked this as a question. I just asked this as a question. You can't. You can't. How can two walk together? You can't. Unless, okay, so if we see mm-hmm. that we have been illusion, come on, preach, man. And then you just say, okay, we obviously this ain't what I thought it was. Right. Right. It's something different. Yeah. I feel like it's this, mm-hmm. and it's not that. And you can get with this, or you can get with that. I feel attacked. <laughs> you know what I mean. I feel attacked yeah. by this. Yeah. Uh, but we're supposed to be on the same team. Right. So let's define some terms. Yeah. Let's open a glossary together. Right. <laughs> let's open a glossary. You know what I'm saying? What is this? <laughs> what is this? What is this really? What is this? Are you not entertained? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like what are you doing? Hold on, hold on, hold on. This is about to stop. All right, we're good. All right, cool. Um, but yeah, it's important for both people to address these things. Got to. Because like you said, how can two walk and they don't agree? So we, so right. So it's a, this is a breaking point. So it's like, we're either going to separate, mm-hmm. you know, and not, maybe that's not physically, but right. we're either going to go our separate ways mm-hmm. or we're going to walk together, continue walking together. Or are we going to go? you know, start going separate ways. And that doesn't, that doesn't, it's not always a bad thing. No. Because as we get to learn people, like, you get to learn who that person is and because you don't continue or you do choose to continue, you have to have that talk at some point. You both have to be on the same page at some point or else you won't continue. Yeah. It's either you do or you don't. There is no in between. But you know what it makes me think about? It makes me think about you have to know who you are. You have to know what you need uh, to know who you need to be on your team. You know what I mean? You have to know what you're what you're going for. I didn't even know like what I was doing, where I was going, where I was coming from, why I was doing anything I was doing till I was like 30. You know what I'm saying? Bro, I'm still trying to figure that out. <laughs> I still don't even know. Exactly. Right, right. Exactly. So it's like, man, you really got to know who you are so you know how to, how do I sort these people in my life? I'm glad you brought that up because that's a perfect segue to the next yep. question. So uh, what constitutes a friend from an associate? Mm. What it, What constitutes a friend? From an associate. From yeah. an associate. Mm-hmm. Mm. A good question. Like we associates, but we ain't friends. Facts. Like we friends, but we ain't associates. Yeah. I think the level of communication mm. associates and differentiates a friend from a, uh, mm-hmm. an associate. Mm-hmm. I also think the the level of time you spend with that person is what also qualifies them as a, an associate mm. or a friend. Mm. Like mm-hmm. if you're only hitting them up for 
X, Y, Z for like transportation purposes to get you from point A to point B. Mm-hmm. That's an associate. If you're with that person, not for any means for just like transportation or what you can get from that, that differentiates you from a friend, from an associate. Because mm-hmm. like friendships, I believe, are what you can give to another person and what you can also receive from that person. For sure. But the base is the base, the foundation has to be what you can give. It's all about service. For sure. How do I serve my friend? For sure. Because that's what we're meant to do as as Christians. We're meant to be of service to other people. For sure. Yeah. But we can't really be a service to other people if we're only wanting to receive. Man, that was a whole word right there. If you didn't get it, you didn't man, get it. Man, oh man. If that went over your head, press rewind and listen back to Stand it. up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Raise <laughs> your hand and ask your questions at the end of the show. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, what would you say is, how would you differentiate your friendships from your associates? Uh, I would say I'm trying to, trying to blur that line more, mm-hmm. but in the context of what do we... Um, what do we do together? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So with my friends, I would say, you know, we, with my friends, I'm probably just having fun. Mm-hmm. But and my, my objective with my friends is not to uh, accomplish anything besides maintaining peace or increasing the love or um, making each other laugh. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. that's, that's my only goal. Yeah. If I have an acquaintance, likely we have some other sort of objective that's usually tied to goal oriented mm, type money. Thing. Yeah. How are we gonna get this <laughs> money? Exactly. Yeah. Usually it's a well, this is my acquaintance. Yeah. Or you know what I'm saying? My associate. I see this person at work. This is my associate. Yeah. You know what I saying? see this person at the grocery store. Yeah. We have mutual friends, mm-hmm. but we ourselves aren't. Friends. But we're associates. Yeah. I I know them through somebody else, but I don't know them. Yeah, associates can be friendly, but they're not my friends. Say that thing again. Yeah. 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 All the time. Yeah, God is good. (laughs) (laughs) Um, How many friends would you say that you have? Like, legit friends? Hmm... That's a tough one, ain't it? Yeah, because I have family. Yep. You know? Come on. I count people as, as family, you mm-hmm. know? Um, my family, yeah, I got more family oh, than I got so. friends. Okay. Mm-hmm. I couldn't tell you. Mm. I would say I probably have, outside of family, People who are actual friends. I would say that I have less than five. Mm. Less than five. Like if I were to call them up today. Mm -hmm. I don't know how many of those people would pick up. I have like almost 4,000 friends on Facebook. Mm. It's a lot. Right. But how many of those people actively like look out for me? Want to see me do well? Or who offer advice? who offer things freely without wanting anything in return, I, w- I would say from them it's 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 a handful. Maybe mm. l- a literal handful. Mm-hmm. So maybe five. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Will I name them? No. <laughs> Mind your business, nigga. Touch your nose. Cause y'all being y'all being nosy. And I don't like it. I don't Man, like no. it at all. Not at all. Not at all. Not at all. Uh would you say that you have more friends than associates or more associates than friends? Man, I got more associates than friends. Oh, yeah. Because mm -hmm. friends is a temporary status. Hello. I was just thinking about this. It's a temporary status because, mm -hmm. like, you my friend for now. Like, okay, I'm, but it's only for a temporary time. Like, I don't never intend on keeping anybody in the friend zone. If I meet somebody, ultimately, if they're an associate, however, I want to ultimately integrate them into God's family. kingdom. Yeah, integrate them into the family at some level. You know what I'm saying? Hallelujah. So whether, like, you know, this is the person at the store, mm -hmm. um, this is the person, this is my associate that I meet at the grocery store, mm -hmm. like Mel, or like um, the other chick that I meet at, that I see at the grocery store all the time. Right. The grocery store I be going to, or at Walgreens, wherever. You know, these people are could be like family in a sense, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Maybe they're not coming over for dinner, but right. every time I see them, it's all love. I know them. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? They know me. I see them regularly. We acknowledge each other. Exactly. We're on the same wavelength. We're not the tribal chief of WWE, Roman Reigns. For sure. <laughs> acknowledge me. Acknowledge <laughs> me. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I feel like uh, I have, as I can, as clearly stated earlier, I have more associates than I have friends. Mm. Um... And it's not a bad thing. Like I need, I need more people who I can hang out with on a day to day basis. For sure. And eventually, not necessarily, but like, include them and upgrade them and graduate them from being my friend to a family. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm no Dom Toretto, but family is what matters. Yeah, man. You gotta have the uh, process. What's the process for onboarding them? into the family. Come on now. We, we really starting to sound like some HR personnel up in here. I work in HR, yeah. <laughs> I work in HR. Yeah, man. That's what we do. So like, <laughs> what yeah, do you do it? What do you will? We got to onboard them we into gotta the own family. And introduce them. Yes. Into how things go. Yes. And then eventually promote them. You integrate them into the culture. Hello. Amen. Hallelujah. Uh, Hallelujah. <laughs> is it important for women to have male friends? Yes. 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 I feel like it, it's a disservice for men to not have women friends. For sure. Because men are men and they can put on women onto what like women are or men are doing. For sure. Like you put them up on game to where they're not being taken advantage of, to where mm -hmm. they're not, you know, oh, they're just, they're so sweet. They're really nice. A lot of them men is just trying to smash. They see they see something nice. They go out and they want to get it, but then like once they get what they want, then they go. Yeah, and they always really show you, right? A lot of people play the long game. Some people play the short game. But either way, when people show you who they are, believe them. People be sincere, right? People be sincere. That's why. And that's why people get hurt, though, mm -hmm. because they be like, oh, I felt so I fell for this person. You know what I mean? Like you feel like you got got. But really, who gets got? You know what I mean? Everybody, it got got in the situation. Yeah. Just that the person that got got really got the short end of the getting got. But nobody really wins in this situation. Come on, man. You know what I'm saying? Nobody really wins Come on, in that situation. Got. 
Yeah. You're getting got. You're getting got. If you feel like you got got, man, it's just because you now had a you don't got get. If you don't got it and you got to go get it. Yeah. But don't get got while you're trying to go get it. And then y'all both got. Then y'all both getting got. And you getting the short end of getting got. Now who's getting got now on who, that one? Now who got going to get it? I'm just saying, man. Like, <laughs> oh man, oh man. I'm just saying. I'm weak. I'm weak. I'm, just I'm saying, weak, man. man. I'm just saying, like, when you, I forgot what I was saying. Yeah, go on and get it. But yeah, go on and get it. So, like, at the same token, do you feel like women? It's important for women to have male friends. For sure, both Hell ways. Hell yes, both ways. Both ways. It works interchangeably. Both ways. Because like, a lot of men, myself included, are out here being got by these getting women. That's right, man. And it's important for women to be friends, platonic friends, to men. So they can each other, yeah. show each other what the other is looking for. You know why? That's yeah. what I was about to say about the getting God yeah. and sincerity, mm -hmm. for real, though. Because people, like, yeah, you got to have platonic friends. Mm -hmm. Because you need to be able to see the innocence in another person, right? Mm -hmm. I w it, you know what I'm saying? It's hard for me to see a person as innocent if they hurt me. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm biased now. So if I have this girl who's a friend and it's like, okay, she, it seems like she played this guy or it seems like this dude's doing a lot for her, you know, but she doesn't, she just, maybe she don't know how to respond to that. Maybe she never had anybody do all that for her. Maybe she got two or three dudes doing all this stuff. <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Maybe I'm not the only one. You know what I'm saying? And then it's like, yeah, he preaching. Then it's like, you know, when she, when she, when she finally makes her decision, and it's not me, mm -hmm. I could take it personal. But from a friend's standpoint, I might be able to see that. Dang, she didn't choose. But it's not just him. She didn't choose thirty other dudes. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Because it wasn't just one dude that was trying to get her. It was thirty dudes trying to get her, and she chose one out of those thirty. She chose Dexter. From the Bahamas, he's six feet tall and plays yeah. international ball. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so it's like my my problem is like I end up catching feelings from my platonic friends. Cause like okay. eventually like I start seeing things in them and the potential for them to like meet my needs while they're out here trying to meet other people's needs. But like okay. other people feel them and I'm like, love, I see what they're doing. I'm trying to help you, but you ain't helping yourself. Let me show you. That I'm in your corner and I'm already supporting you. Like, just let me love on you a little bit. <laughs> that's where I, that's that's not, not healthy. healthy. That's not healthy. It's but not like, healthy. that's that's my flesh working in in situations where it don't need to be working, and that's just that on that. Um, would having friends or the lack thereof play any type of role of the development of a person and their character? Absolutely. 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 That's like one of those. Um, not it's basically a rhetorical question because it's it answers itself in the question. Mm. Like when you really sit there and think about what the question is saying, is this like, can this help me or can it not? Yes, it can definitely help you, and it definitely shows you the type of character or what people are if you are actively like having those friends. So like, if you don't have any friends then that plays a, a role into your character because you don't mm -hmm. have people to hold you accountable for the stuff that you're doing. Mm -hmm. If you have friends and they're actively friends and they're actual, actual friends, 
then they are holding you accountable for the good, the bad, the ugly, and the indifferent. Mm. Say it again. The good, the bad, the ugly, and the indifferent. They are holding you accountable for these things. Foe. Man. You you add one more and you can be like Booker T and do a spin rooney <laughs> Man. The, um, the nostalgia of it all. Man, that's a good point. Yeah. For make a point. <laughs> that's a good point because... Man, I forgot yeah. what I was going to say about that yeah. point. It was yeah. a good point, it's though. It's a good point. Yeah. Oh, because iron sharpens iron. Sharpening the point. Iron mm-hmm. sharpens iron. Mm-hmm. If I'm iron and this person is wood, one's going to get cut. They're going to chip. They're going to chip. And I'm not going to get no sharper. Right. Or if I'm iron. or And if it's wood, if you're chopping wood with iron, it dulls the blade. Thank you. It dulls the blade. Thank you. Because you're not becoming sharper. You're losing your sharpness by chopping at these things that aren't the same thing as you. You get no sharper over time. You gain no skills. You don't grow. <sighs> there are six characteristics of living things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not going to name them all. But one, was... one is that they grow and develop. They have to keep growing and developing. Yes. So it's like, man, if you the iron sharpens iron. And if you're all by yourself with no friends, no iron... You know what I mean? No irons in the fire. Then if you if you don't have any iron, you're gonna become anemic. Man, Ooh. the life thereof is in the blood thereof. <laughs> Hallelujah! Anyhow, <laughs> a couple of PKs in here making PK jokes, man. This man, this is what I've been missing oh, in my life. Bro. Uh, would you consider yourself a good friend? Mm, nah, mm. but I'm a good family member. Mm. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say I would consider if I don't. I feel like if I'm not attractive to you and we're friends, that's a good thing. Because, like, as I told you earlier, sometimes my plutonic friends, <laughs> I be trying to hit on them. And it's just, I'm just being honest. I'm just being honest, bro. This is me being transparent. This is right, me being yeah, honest. For sure. Like, for sure. Yeah. I feel like I'm a good friend, period, though. Like, I'm going to give you some good advice. You can take it or you can leave it. And that's just that on that. But, like, at the end of the day, I feel like I'm a good friend. For sure. Yeah. I think you are. Thanks, brother. Solid brother. And man. that's why we family. Solid brother. He, he got promoted. That's why we family. From being, come on, man. Come on, man. Come, come, come on, on, man. Yeah. Can friends of the opposite sex have sex and just remain friends? I've never done that. Mm. So I wouldn't know. Mm. I, if I have sex with a girl, um, I love you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I will fall in love. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. That's mm-hmm. how I'm built, man. Mm. That's how I'm built. Um. I've been there. I've done that. Uh, are we still friends to this day? I would say... I have one friend. I think one friend who I've had sex with and we're still friends to this day. Hmm. Maybe two. Hmm. Maybe three. Um, but yeah, I mean, we... St- but those relationships that I've had sex with those people, 
and we're friends still, we our foundation was friendship first. Okay. Gotcha. So we built that that foundation. So it wasn't just first. like a rando. Yeah, it was it was never a rando. Because oh, okay. if it's just a rando, like yeah. Sex complicates things. For sure. It does. For sure. It does. It does. Especially if you got feelings. Yeah. I mean feelings. 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 Yeah, man. <laughs> Oh man. Uh okay. So I want you to give advice to your friends or anyone out there considering wanting to be your friend. Go ahead. Advice. Yeah, advice. To anybody wanting to, to be your anybody friend. To anybody wanting to be your friend. Save yourself. Mm. Save uh-huh. yourself. But we can't save ourselves. There's only one person who can save us. Save yourself. Mm-hmm. That's my advice. Get saved. Do what you can mm-hmm. to save yourself. Don't look at me like you want to be friends with me because you think I can do something for you. Mm-hmm. Or you think I'm going to help you. Or you think I can save you. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't tell you nothing that you can't tell yourself. I can't give you nothing that you can't give yourself. Mm-hmm. I don't know anything that you don't already know. Thanks. Um, you good. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, if you want to, you know, that's a, my advice is, you know, save yourself. Yeah. You know what I mean? But not in the sense that I'm not going to help. Battery exhausted. It's exhausted. Bruh. Not in the sense that I'm not going to assist. Mm-hmm. Not in the sense that I'm not around. Not mm-hmm. in the sense that I'm not there, but in the sense that, you know, if you were driving on the highway and you saw a car broken down on the side of the highway, mm-hmm. would you stop? It's just a car. It's just sitting there. Yeah. You stop? No, not really. I, I haven't stopped. Now. I haven't stopped, no. Okay. okay. Now, if I knew the person. You don't no. That's you different. say you might rec- that look like so and so car. That look like, yeah, but you don't see them. Yeah, you don't see nobody. I'm a look real hard, but you don't see nobody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. I'm All right. Going. Now say you same scenario, mm-hmm. but you see the person and mm-hmm. they're pushing the car. Mm-hmm. Do you stop? Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Okay, that's my point. It's like save yourself. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, if you're not pushing your car. Chances are, nobody else. No, gonna ain't nobody gonna see that you're pushing yeah. your car. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If you're just sitting in your car frustrated, you know mm-hmm. that's a silent expectation. Dang, somebody should come help me. Don't nobody ever help me. Everybody always driving by. Look at everybody just minding their own business, going on with their life, zipping on by. You know what I'm saying? But you ain't. You don't want to get out the car and start pushing. Yeah. Nobody want to push. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's tough. I'm not gonna go down there. I'm not gonna go there. Yeah. Man. You could have. I'm going to say it. It's okay. Go ahead. It's hard being a man. Yeah. It's hard being a man. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of times men are expected to push and they're not expected to they're not expected to ask for help. They're not expected to ask or cry or ask a whole bunch they're of questions. They're expected to already know. They are expected to just get out and push and know what to do. And just get, right. Yeah. Or if you can't fix it, push. Yeah, you know, you're expected to know how to fix it, figure and if you it can't, out, and if you can't figure it then out, you need to be strong enough to push it. And if you're yeah. not strong enough to push it without all of us sitting, then why, in d- it, then why didn't you? Why did you have it in the first place? Why'd you have it in the first place? Yeah, yeah, and it's your fault. Yeah, yep. And then, you, and then, yeah. My my advice would be. Oh yeah, we sidetracked. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> my advice is going to be this simple. Yeah. If you want to be somebody, if you want to go somewhere. Mm-hmm. You better wake up. Mm. 
and pay attention. Pay attention. Now, nah, but on a serious note, on a serious note, um, <laughs> I almost broke out a song. If you wanna be somebody, if you wanna go somewhere, you better wake up and pay attention. Right, but like seriously, um, the advice that I was I would give is be the friend to other people that you want people to be to you. For sure. For sure. If you don't want people doing certain things to you, don't do those things to other people. If you don't want people gossiping about you, don't gossip about other people. If you don't want people talking about you, about you behind your back, don't talk about them behind their back. If you want a person to love you the way you need to be loved, love other people the way they need to be loved. That's the simple, most delicate, intricate way to be a good friend. And that's my take on that. <laughs> you know what that means. When you hear this music, you know the show is coming to an end. Hey, yes it is. Yo, so IWWG or I Walk With God is an apparel brand seeking to inspire others to trust God no matter the season and allowing him to order their steps. This is a way of life declaring to keep faith, keep hope, and to keep trusting God in every phase of our lives. Purchases can be made on their website, www.iwwgco.com. You can also find them on Facebook and Instagram under IWWGCO. Binaural beats and black voices combine to quiet your mind and relax you into your best night's sleep. Settle down and immerse yourself into original and classic stories with a melanated twist. In no time, you'll be sleeping in melanated peace. Girl, good night. New episodes come out Sundays at 7 p.m. CST on all the major platforms and YouTube. We're on Instagram at girl underscore goodnight and Facebook girl goodnight LLC. You can also provide the link where everything is consolidated. HTTPS colon forward slash forward slash drum dot IO forward slash girl goodnight. Ladies, are you looking to get your hair done by welcoming and homely stylists that keep up with latest trends fellas are you looking for a great barber that not only cuts well but makes you feel at home upgrade styles and cuts is the salon for you at upgrade styles and cuts we keep up with the current trends by co constantly educating ourselves about the best practices we promise to pay close attention to the details of your service uh, maintain high standards and the cleanliness of our salon and try to exceed your expectations. For your next style or cut, contact our store at 253-652-9376 or stop by 5320 66th Street West, Suite Number 2, University Place, Washington, 98467. You can also ask questions or book appointments on our first Facebook page at Upgrade Styles and Cuts. We are open Tuesdays through Saturdays from 10... <laughs> from 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. We will help you love the way you look. Tune in to the next episode where we might be talking about Zodiac signs. Might be. But there's also a bunch of other episodes coming up because season five is coming to you shortly and soon. So stay tuned to that. Eventually, we're going to be talking about the dating pool has pee in it. Or like you suggested, it has urine in it. You're in the dating pool. You're in the dating pool. 
And if you don't get that, look how just just pay attention, people. Anyway, you got any shout outs? Uh, giving honor to God, giving honor to the head of my life. He was there. <laughs> <laughs> giving honor to the, the missionary, the deacons, the first ladies, and the friends. And everybody in their perspective. <laughs> <Everybody famous>. perspective. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> I'm so sick. <laughs> any, any other shout outs? No. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. You're not going to shout out to your wife or no? Shout out to the wife. Shout out to the kids. Oh, shout out to the fam. Yeah. Shout out to Emmanuel. Shout out hey. to Seesaw. Seesaw, California. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> woo, woo, woo. Yeah, man. Oh, uh, y'all. Love it. Yeah. Love it. Kojic. Emmanuel Kojic. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, I typically like to shout out my haters. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't even know if I have haters, but it just sounds good. Mm-hmm. So shout out to the haters. I appreciate y'all. Y'all make me want to do a better job on mm-hmm. each and every episode. Mm-hmm. Shout out to the people who actually listen to mm-hmm. my show. Shout out to the subscribers. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Hey. Mm-hmm. Shout out to uh, Camel the Protege, who came up with these beats that you hear. Shout out to you. I appreciate you, King. Thank you so much for these beats. Um, what else? Shout out to my god brother, my road dog. Yes, sir. I appreciate you, brother. Yes, sir. Always. Uh, yeah. Uh, and by the way, I don't do this enough, but uh, when you get a chance, go check out my book. It's available on Amazon. And it looks like this. It's called Passages from Put Together Broken Heart. It's a compilation book of my poems and short stories from my childhood. I think it's a good read. You feel me? Um, but yeah, go get you your copy. You can get it on Amazon. Type in the words "passages from Put Together Broken Heart." Um, yeah, shout out to family. Shout out to Seaside, California. Eight three one. If you don't got no eight three one area code, then where are you really from? You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Even though mine is nine zero four, that's Jacksonville, but it's always eight three one till I die. Right? Hey. Hey. Uh yeah, but that's about it, man. Yeah. Um, I appreciate y'all for listening. Well, yeah, for yeah. those who will listen. Um, but yeah, if you have any questions about who your friends really are, sit down, talk to yourself, look at yourself in the mirror, and figure these things out. Figure these things out. They're right there, plain as day. Just as clear as this book is in front of you, the signs are there. Pray. Ask God for help because he will direct your path. Amen. (laughs) Hallelujah. Uh, Until next time, people, y'all be safe. We out. Peace.